Hello and welcome to episode 154 of Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about absolutely everything in the universe. My name is Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And she's Ivanka Magic. I am. And this week, uh, we're going to talk about paying everyone the same. Um, Because I saw, yeah, imagine that. Imagine if everyone got paid the same, which is, is, is an idea I'm running with, with my little business. And I saw a BBC News story about a man who tried to pay everyone the same and why it didn't work. So um, I, I just thought it'd be interesting to... Because I think it's the most obvious article in the world to publish on the subject. Because of course paying everyone the same couldn't possibly work because people have different levels of skills and people deserve different amounts of money and some people are simply better than others. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> Some people's contributions are simply more valuable than others. So I, I, I just wanted to, like, think about it a bit more. Yes. Yeah, I've I think that's about good. It. Uh, I have thought about it. I have uh, sort of... Uh, I was going to say we sort of do it. We, we, we do, but also uh, now that uh, it's a bit... It's not that straightforward, only in as much as... I'm putting my freelancer earnings through and Nick and I are putting all that money into the same business and Mm. these things are not equal, if you see what I mean. They're separate projects. Mm. Anyway, but what I've been thinking about in these terms are, you know, I've been on projects where problems get solved by pushing problems to a cheaper workforce. If you see what, okay. So it's like, uh, oh, we've come up with this new solution to this problem. We'll get these, you know, ba- this happens in the public sector. Grade A, I never know which grades or bands are higher or lower, but Spinal we'll push column. it to a, a lower band person and therefore it doesn't matter that it's a shit job. That, do you know what I mean? Okay. Mm. It, there's that kind of disrespectful element or that laziness about solving the full problem end to end because mm. it's no longer a problem if the person doing it doesn't doesn't get paid loads of money because many people mm. can do you know what I mean depends cheap labor so cheap labor, cheap labor. De- depends what you're measuring uh, so mm. that I've thought about it in those terms or the effects of paying people different amounts of money also you know there's been what is the statistic that the top one percent have made 450 bazillion million billion trillion more money in the pandemic mm. and everyone yeah. else has got poorer that kind of shit. it's just got yeah. to end it's, it's just not end. good enough. Yeah, like a CEO getting paid 170 times more than the staff. And like, it's just not... Uh, like that wealth is being created by everyone involved. So how is it okay that one person gets to take it all? Like yeah. this is the this is like the fundamental problem of our time. So that our, my sort of like act, my radical activism is like to try and... Um, pay people the same and figure out and it is complicated and there are a lot of details and you've got to create boundaries and you've got to create um processes i think and it's kind of uncharted territory a bit so so this particular like blog uh, news story i'm like okay well he tried it that way but i think he kind of missed a trick here and here and here um so it, it just as, as a sort of looking at it this one thing as a case study and just talking about some of the th- the, the things that spring to mind and that you try and things that the reasons it might not work and trying to sort of uh, head them off at the pass and you know just think about it really 
Ivanka Magic? Uh, I'm good. I am good. I have started a new contract, which is three days a week, uh, which is... And it's an interesting problem. Mm. And so I'm quite... It's It's been quite liberating as well because it's not try and solve this problem in this amount of time. It's uh, can you join our team for this amount of time and do what you can in this amount of time rather than... Right. We must get, and there are obviously, there's always things to do. But, so that's quite nice. There's a bit more time to think, which is also <laughs> very nice. And uh, then I'm also trying to solve the problem of how to celebrate the child's birthday Mm. when you can't have parties of the mm. traditional variety. And it seems here what's happening is that people are taking little packets of like those party bag type things to nursery. Uh, and then the children are having kind of a pseudo little party at nursery. And then the child comes home with these little bags full of lollies and shit that I don't mm. approve of. <laughs> that reminds so, me I've got some biscuits in my bag. What? That's what I'm going anyway, to have after this podcast. So I was trying to work out what I could do in like make a little party bag that's kind of least bad for the world type thing. So mm. I thought I found some little cardboard boxes of chalks. Everyone likes chalk, okay. don't they? Children writing on pavements, drawing on yeah. walls, that kind of I stuff. They don't eat them. They're not that little. They should be able to cope. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. You're not allowed to make any homemade food and take it in. So you mm. can't make, because yeah. you can't buy here things like bear claws and yo-yos for those who, you know, those kind of fruit leather things that you right. can persuade children are in fact sweets. Uh, but so I can make sultanas, them. Boxes of sultanas. But they don't buy, they don't sell those little tiny boxes of sultanas yeah. here. Okay. So anyway, that's... some little boxes? Yeah. Of they'll all hate me. Then my child will tell me once again that I'm the worst mother in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, you're really setting yourself up for a fall, to be honest, with this strategy. Like, who wants... Oh, no. You're going to thank oh, me later. No. Whose birthday is it? Yeah, don't. Never mind. It's like one step away from a lump of coal. <laughs> I tried some to... bits of chalk. <laughs> I tried to get... I was looking for little Lego figures, because everyone yeah. likes Lego figures, don't they? Surely. Sure. Sure. Do you not? Do you he not like doesn't Lego? Love Lego. I, I, I was carrying around this little Lego Iron Man that uh, See? Sharon gave me ages ago, but it wasn't a great likeness. <laughs> <laughs> that is the problem. Anyway, then I found some on a site, on a the sort of Croatian eBay-ish thing, and this guy was like, all these Lego figures for £10. I was brilliant. He was like, no, no, £10 each. I was like, off. <laughs> Just Children. Off. Yeah, Lego is like, not It's a toy. Cheap. Uh, so it's not so anyway there you go that's as far as I've got <laughs> okay well I mean listeners uh, if you've got any ideas about please, what you could do in Croatia to <laughs> trick children into it like Sharon's mum used to give her carrots as treats and just yeah, yeah. brainwashed her you can do that and my child has been <laughs> brainwashed but you can't really take in packets of carrots yeah I guess they're wet anyway mm. good luck with that thanks anyway how maybe are you? just buy some sweets <laughs> like a normal person <laughs> no i probably will I'll get some lollies yeah. boiled sweet lollies let them all choke and rot their teeth who gives a <laughs> f it's anyway, not your problem it's not my child <laughs> how am i i um i've had a do you know i was doing my um little book uh, suck again <laughs> I, 
I took what my little books. I said I could get some books. little books. Oh, yeah. yeah, anyway, how are okay. you? <laughs> how am I? Um, uh, you know, I was doing my little, uh, I'm going to like make my little uh, weekly report of my numbers and then focus on one number and circle the number. Well, my first number circling <laughs> was revealed to be a great success. So I have improved my sales of good habits in app purchases by, in one week, by 3,800%. What does that mean? <laughs> Just, it means it went up from $4 to $74 um, of, of in-app purchases. because And just by putting in a little... I, I made a new little feature, a new screen for it, which is yeah, sort of kind of cool looking, and uh, just actually did a sales pitch in the app for why you might perhaps want to pay for an in-app purchase instead of just going, yeah, there's a thing, do you want it? Uh, whatever, mm. uh, which it was before. So my first attempt to kind of look at you know numbers and change them has been very successful <laughs> and um so the next one is try and get the uh, changes conversion rates up for that app so i have just had an approval on a new version of the app which is free to download <gasps> and then a sort of sketch-esque i don't know no one's gonna be familiar with that but like um you you pay for premium updates for a period of time which basically is a subscription which i didn't really want to do a subscription but it was the best way to do it um but even if you cancel it you still keep everything that you unlocked up to the date that you your subscription ends so um i'm hoping that we can start to get that yeah, that's my next number so i shall report in probably mm. in two weeks when i know what the what the uh, results of that was but yeah i had a very good uh, that's been very encouraging so it's sort of like st even just that one or other app making not non-negligible money is sort of will then like even out the kind of turbulence of the other one and i feel like a real businessman <laughs> you sound like a real businessman you said words like turbulence and turbulence unpredictability <laughs> business is, is model. business synergy business. i've created a synergy between uh, two different taps in very different areas and um, also i i've been streaming a lot this week because i've just been enjoying it you know since especially since my raid and all that and actually like my done good app I, I someone was someone tried to sign up while i was streaming and they said oh it gave me the like a server error and i'm like oh no and then i discovered that it's basically the sign up's been it, well, if you refresh it's okay but who's refreshing when they see internal server error not many people so i'd had like one registration in a month and i was just like it's just because i'm not marketing it but then i realized no it's just because it's, it's broken, broken. <laughs> uh, but yeah i got some new users on that so that's um that's progress on there as well so um business wise things are looking up um and i'm ready to start thinking about who i might actually be able to pay <laughs> not yet not yet i actually didn't quite make enough to pay myself my baseline salary this month so it's like it's all it's all like little beans at the moment but it feels good to raise a number by nearly four thousand percent it is numbers going up like that are great unless <laughs> it's your weight mm. in which case you'd be very sad I'm going to read this blog. This that I keep calling it a blog post because it's not that long. I just wanted to like react to it a little bit. 
So this is on, we'll link to it in the description. Jeremy Howell, BB, business reporter, BBC News. CEO secrets. We tried paying everyone the same salary. Full stop. It failed. And I was like, well, okay. Um, when Calvin Benton started his psychotherapy company, Spill, he had the idea of paying everyone the same amount of money. He thought it would bring harmony to the team. Instead, he was forced to abandon the scheme within a year because of the rancor it created and pay a pe people according to their seniority and expertise. We realised that we had to pay attention to market forces, says Calvin. Sometimes traditional practices are there for a reason. Um, so I was like, OK, that's where people tune out the article and go, OK, not everything is as it should be. Wealth inequality is fine. Different people should get paid different amounts of money. And by extension, CEOs should make hundreds of times more money than everyone else, even though there's no way possible that they are possibly that amount more valuable than any other member of staff. So to, to continue, so it describes what it did, which is a therapy company, and then they've had this sales growth of 40% um, over the last years, partly because of lockdown, blah, blah, blah. Um, equal salary. So when they started, there were five people and everyone was pretty much contributing the same, he says. So we tried this experiment where we paid each of us an equal amount of money, regardless of experience, regardless of role. We wanted to ch challenge the traditional model of pay. We decided on 36 grand a year for everyone. We calculated that was a decent living wage for London. My first um, objection to that is that it's below the 55k threshold of like, yeah. it's money's not a problem anymore. And I would, in, in an ideal situation, everyone should be at least at that threshold, in my opinion. Because that's you still got money problems yeah. at thirty six. You're, you're still going to be striving to earn more. Yeah, especially yeah. happiness is going to be a problem, yep. right? Yeah, um, they should know that as a mental health company, really. Um, initially, the measure worked well and fostered a lot of goodwill within the team. Uh, if we were going out for drinks, there wasn't a problem of who pays because no one gets paid anything else. Okay, um, and then as their company took off, they recruited new staff as a software developer, salesperson and clerical workers and decided to offer them all the same salary. This is when the problem started. Um, software developers are typically very in demand and they usually take a higher salary than 36 grand. Salespeople are typically paid on commission, so it was not a model with which particularly suited either of those two industries. This is... So we struggled to attract senior talent for the software role and it got to about three months when the sale salesperson started asking to be paid according to targets um, saying the fixed salary wasn't working. At the same time Calvin was getting overwhelmed with applications for 36 grand a year clerical jobs. Um, we're offering a lot more than other clerical jobs and a lot of people were applying to the roles because they really wanted this high salary rather than wanting to work at Spill because they believed in the mission behind the company. Um, so the equal pay system was starting to cause grumbling and yeah, but, but but before, before so obviously, yeah, if you're going to pay, it's going to be hard to hire a software developer at 36 grand. So the difference in how I've been always looked at it is it's not just salary, it's equity. My, my model, my way of thinking about this has been, I, I would rather choose time as a metric by which to kind of just um, start paying people. But then everyone that's contributing gets like the, it you split the profits equally as well. Mm. And what it seems like what he was doing, he was like splitting the salary among people, but then what's happening to any other revenue beyond that? I mean, maybe it's all just going straight back into the company and this is the only way it works. And I'm just being terribly naive about it all. Um, I, don't, I don't know. We did an experiment where um, 
So we paid everybody the same for the RB project. Restaurants Brighton. And we had a baseline bonus that if we didn't lose or gain any clients in a month, that's bonus, the same bonus would be paid to everybody. And mm. if we lost a client, that was slightly deducted. And if we gained a client, there would be... And the gain was bigger than the loss. Okay. But the idea being that, even, say, for someone like me, who never at all is client-facing on RB, it's not really my thing, that we mm. would have... We all contribute. If the site doesn't look good, if it's not performant, yeah. if it don't, they can't sell, there's no product to sell, the person doing the writing the social media, po- you know, it's an equal contribution to a sale. And yeah. that worked very well. We've had to stop that, obviously. <laughs> mm. But um, which because of COVID. Because of COVID. No can, well, because yeah, we, yeah. we, are, we are breaking even, but we're not yeah. in a position to play out bonuses. Um, so, uh, and this way we can keep paying everybody. Um, yeah. and not lose anyone but they but I think you know that part of it matters too I think there's two things one that you raised which is the well both of the things you raised uh, <laughs> which is the level at which the, well, you know what set the 36,000 and how was that being reviewed and how mm. open was the review policy on that like if I mm. know that if the if the business has this sales target and when that sales target is reached we will all get a bonus a pay rise a something Mm. That is different to we've set the salary at thirty six grand. Like it still yeah. needs to be yeah. an ongoing yeah. conversation. Yeah. So your your sort of model of having bonuses and like financial incentives, you, you don't have to remove financial incentives for, co- but you just recognise that without someone to answer the phone or with the website looking bad or like a salesperson or whatever it is, like it's it's a sum of. All of the parts. It's greater than the sum of its parts, you know. And if you start sort of trying to, like, you know, separate it out and value one person's skills over another, which the market does. The market does. And it does that for a reason because some skills are more rarefied than others. Like, not everyone's a software developer. Um, And arguably more people would be able to pick up the phone and do a good job. But then, like, I don't know, like, maybe you get to really pick a really good clerical worker. (laughs) I mean, if, if you work in a really, I've recently done stuff with doctors, and obviously, mm. if there's five, you know, like if you're talking to the one of the top fifty experts on noses in the world, then mm. the way we reward those people right now is by paying them more. That is one way yeah. that they. I mean, I'm not sure that NHS pay. You know, I don't know enough about the details of it. And so you've got these like highly expert people that are rewarded. Um, but at, but as you sit in any organisation where there's a shared sense of responsibility for the outcome, everybody mm. should, one should see everybody working harder. So there's this idea that every, people contributing differently or whatever was... Um, mm. We grew, We started to have some people who contributed more than others. Well, fire them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like it is. you can't, there's no room to slack in an organisation. Like It's like everybody pulled together, everyone gets the same. If you're not going to pull, mm. it's the wrong organisation for you. I don't know, I mean, maybe that's yeah, it. Or, or like, it's, and you don't, maybe it's, <laughs> it might be a, a sort of relief for some people to know that maybe like... 
they don't have to work until midnight every night in order to like because other people aren't doing that and maybe we can sort of get on the same page a bit and take some of that like uh, toxic crunch pressure off people a bit um but yeah I, I still and but coming back to the like how do you hire a developer well you give them equity like it's it's easy to get like if you've okay my salary might be low but if i'm working towards something where if it does blow up I know that I'm going to be, I'm going to get a, a slice of that pie. That's the whole game to me. Like, that's the whole way you do it. So the fact that he wasn't doing that in any form, it doesn't surprise me that he wasn't able to hire certain sorts of people. Or, or even work style or, you know, like these days, there's other, there's loads of different models and it's never going to be just about the money, I don't think. Nobody, we've talked no. about this a million times, you don't go to work. Of course, we all have to earn money and earning yeah. it is important. And there's no discussion around that. Um, but they, that is not the only way to create a, a rewarding working environment. And to not mention any other aspect in this article other than salary, <laughs> one can only assume that was the only, oh, we're going to do it all on equal pay. I think you've oversimplified the problem. There's another couple of paragraphs, so let's just see if there's anything we've missed. So when we grew the team, we started to have some people who contributed more than others. You had some people who worked longer hours than others. The question started to arise, should this person be paid the same amount as me? That caused a conflict in the team and a conversation in the team and whether this experiment was right to continue. After a year, he bowed to pressure from his staff, scrapped the equal pay system, replacing it with a traditional structure of pay grades based on seniority in the company and technical expertise. I think it was a disappointment when the experiment failed. We wanted to do something that was democratic and egalitarian. Uh, but sometimes traditional practices are there for a reason. Sometimes you don't have to reinvent the mould for everything. One thing that came out of Spill's equal pay experiment, however, um, after it was scrapped, Calvin decided to make everyone's salary level common knowledge to the rest of staff. Since our salary policy is open, there are no rumours over who's being paid what. Uh, that has helped produce harmony in the office. And if you're in the therapy business, it's important to have harmony in your own workplace. So, like, pay transparency, okay, that's that's, that's one part of this, certainly. Yeah. Um, and it's not something you often see. I think some companies actually, like, ref like you're not allowed to tell people, are you? Like, there's still a lot of people. I don't, uh, I don't know I've ever been told that. I think they expect you to mm. not talk about it. Yeah. Uh, certainly culturally people don't talk about it, but I think sometimes it's think in the contract. To, uh -huh. If it has been, <laughs> it's like it'd be interesting to see someone being sued for diverging, divulging their uh, earnings. I mean, what's mm. always very helpful uh, is if you've got someone on the inside who can tell you what other people, when you're going for your review, they can go, just to let you know that so and so earns this much money. And you can go, mm. thank you. Uh, <laughs> that is very useful insight. A very mm. useful data point, um, yeah. but, you know, that requires, uh, you know, contacts. <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, there's this, this the, the atmosphere of the employee, the, the atmosphere of jobs uh, is too often I am being given this job generously by my employer and I must 
do everything to keep it. And be, that is my route to safety and security is not to rock the boat and just be grateful that I have this job. And they're giving something. I got the interview and they they um, deigned to involve me. And now I'm scared about getting fired all the time. Um, this is this is why this is one of the reasons people don't even think about this kind of thing isn't it like it's just uh well i'm just happy to have got through the door and maybe flattered to even be getting what i'm getting so but that just stops you having that question of like wait a minute there's a lot more wealth here than they're letting on and they why why can they all have nice things and we can't like what are they doing that what's the difference i think it's kind of interesting as well from a point of view of the responsibility you bear i'm thinking of like people now who are leading nhs trusts or who are you know they've got a humongous burden of responsibility on their shoulders Mm. they can't deliver on that responsibility without everybody else but the decisions they make or the decisions they sign off on or whatever it might be are going to have huge repercussions on everybody. And there's kind Mm. of, we're not just rewarding them for their skill, we're rewarding them in a way for taking that responsibility. Mm. And it's like, I mean, why would you do that job if you didn't get the big bucks? Well, but then in some ways, the uh, if you've already got the big bucks... Like there is a bit of a um, what does what is it on a Atletico Mints destroy and exit like mindset, which is I'm just going to probably play fast and loose with this because I've already got the money. I'll get some big exit bonus if I make a mess anyway. And like it takes away the intrinsic reward of actually like achieving something and being I was I I made some decisions and I am. I am responsible for this thing that is helping thousands, millions of people. And surely, I mean, shouldn't that be much more of a reward than like a hundred grand? Yeah, but if you're working hugely long hours because you've got to meet with lots of people and you're managing, uh, you know, managing your your NHS Trust's response to a pandemic and yeah. you are not sleeping because you're worried about, so you, you know, you're giving a huge amount of your life force to this thing so this is where um this is where like when we try and when i try and when i've been thinking about how to set up a system it 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 does come down that that is one of the big questions and i i always thought like what are the problems with just like if we just um start with it's time and then I guess, like, recognise that someone with a lot of responsibility is essentially on the job 24 hours a day and maybe just, like, make that the metric and have a sophisticated attitude about the nature of creativity um, whereby, okay, there's, there's... It's important to turn up and be there and, like, inspiration has to find you working, all that. But at the same time, like, if there is sort of creative stuff happening um, in the background, then that's that's as you say, like sort of taking some of your life force and that should probably be factored into that how much time. And so even if like the most, the people with the most responsibility, you just go, okay, well, we'll pay you like whatever the, your, your time will be remunerated essentially the number of hours in a week and someone that comes in and um, sort of answers the phone in, in the daytime, like, you just get paid for that time because they get that luxury of being able to switch off. 
uh, when yeah. they leave the office. I'm just kind of like thinking yeah, yeah, about think, this I as think, we sit yeah. there. But I think that's like defensible, isn't it, as a, as a way of yeah. structuring it. But it puts a cap on it because there's only so many hours. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I think that sort of top, top role um, ha- has to have a cap and the bottom role has to have a baseline. There's that mm. sort of like if we're going to talk top and bottom, but that sort of yeah. high responsibility and low responsibility. If we talk about it in terms of responsibility and the higher the responsibility, the assumption being that the more time you're going to more brain cycles, you are going to spend on it and you're never oh, going to be able to switch off. Really, yeah. there's no holiday and there's no weekend, not in real terms. And then and then you actually you could um, I think we've solved it. Um, there's there's, there there, but part of this though um is like um i guess you give people contracted hours and i guess it goes into that whole overtime thing like if you're kind of creating an incentive for people to appear to be working for longer in order to get that proportional remuneration but i think like you solve that just by going okay well no you're you're like you can go home and this is how many hours that we've agreed to pay you for like so um and then um yeah, so we've sold it, sorted. <laughs> What's that going What is missing for me in this article is the fact or, or what the, the, the criticism I have of it is that it's very one dimensional. It's yeah. talking about it in a single dimension. I think that transparency is definitely a um, uh, definitely a positive outcome. But yeah. it's a uh, because it means that it removes that sort of whole I'm better at negotiating than you. Type yeah, yeah, issue, which, which which is not fair, really. Um, I I don't think you know. No, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, I think. But it leaves out the whole question of why. Like it just it doesn't even like this journalist doesn't even like ask why. Like why are you doing this? What like it's like there's a sort of blindness to the fact that the problems caused by the system that this company was trying to subvert. Yeah, and you know that sort of ultimately like massive wealth inequality, um, and they sort of made it about no, this doesn't work. Let's keep things as they are, which is yeah, just crazy to me. Um, the um, like one of the biggest open questions I've got is is more around the okay, say this thing takes off. Well, one of the things I've been doing, the way I've been thinking about it for my company is I've got like let's say one, two, three, four, like four active products. Let's say, and so if I've I've got one person contributing to one of those. If another one is successful, I'm not really uh, there's a boundary for me there which is well I don't have to give you any money from that one because you literally contributed nothing to that. And I've made the decision to try and like oh, another one like I've just made the decision to try and get that design figured out on my own for example rather than sort of bring someone else in and then sort of feel the need to have to sort of like split the money kind of thing. But um more of a question comes like I I hired I I sort of brought someone in to try and help on this project, um, uh, you know, under this idea of, well, track your hours and, like, well, I'll sort of make sure you get, you know, if, once there's money <laughs> comes out. Like, my theory with this has always been that, like, okay, once there's more 
brain power in this, then like surely we can get this these numbers up to a level where we can start, you know, giving people money. Um, but then this person like sort of didn't really kind of end up contributing very much at all and it was ongoing for a while and then there was it sort of came down to this question of okay well say if it suddenly kicked off now I, we have to be quite clear about your status as someone with equity and where the boundary of that like is it people that are currently working at the company or is it people that worked at the company before or have ever worked at the company or like how do you create those sort of equity boundaries is it like you get some share like do you do it that model like here here are your shares in the company and we maybe you kind of the hours turn into well this is your sort of percentage points in the company sort of thing uh, i you know, so you can tell i don't know very much about any of this and i'm terribly naive about it all but um how do you how do you create those that boundary of like so you don't have to someone that came and did one day of work now has 50% of the, you know, 30% of the, the none of these numbers are correct. Yeah, <laughs> 25% yeah, yeah. of future profits. That doesn't seem right either. On the experiment we did, which I was perfectly happy to keep in place, it was working. Mm. Uh, because basically, if, if things neither grew nor shrunk, you got a bonus. So that's cool. Mm. You know, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> and then, uh, you know, but if it, but, and we did a thing where the payout re- related to three months previous. Yeah. So that, you know, if it was about getting a new customer, they had to remain a customer for at least three months before right. that was reflected because people say all sorts of things. <laughs> <I don't get laughs> So, uh, so we did that, but there was no question of oh, having ownership in the company mm. or owning the project. It was like, while you're actively working, this system applies. Mm. Uh, we did pay out uh, somebody who left, who you know stopped actively contributing. We paid out the all the bonuses to the point at which she'd been working. Mm. paid out all the bonuses to the point at which they had been working on the project so but I think it is tricky and I think it's if you're if you're setting up a new thing where there's no concept of whether it's going to work ever Mm. I I personally don't like the so many people get in touch so many it's ridiculous get in touch with us from our Restaurants Brighton perspective because we have visibility. We actually we have a lot of visibility in Brighton. Mm. So people go, "Hi, I've got this thing. If you'll partner with me to launch it, I'll give you 0.02 percent commission yeah. on it." Well, how about you give me a few thousand pounds so that we can create all the content and put you in touch with our audience that we've worked hard to develop, and then. Mm. If your thing works, you can give us some more money. It's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It just feels like a very... Um, so I, I do think separating out time worked and reward for success yeah. is useful. Yeah, and that's something I've been... Yeah, that was the first thing... That was the first problem that I would... Like, someone said something to me and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, so we can do hours. That's fine. Because yeah. then I'm not like well, why am I spending 500 hours on this and then someone else is spending five hours on it? And, like, how's that work? Mm. And knowing that certainly in the short term, this the, the sort of equal, everyone gets paid the same out of profit, uh, spare profit, only really comes 
in the situation where you have like suddenly exploded and then mm. i think that's the time that that belongs i i, yeah. I and that's the time when those billionaires are usually created so this is like a a, a defense against that if anything and then meanwhile if we you can do it all on sort of hours then i, I think that's a pretty good way to to look well, at I, it i think so hours or effort or value some Just, value and just be aware that not like you know one thing in isolation isn't worth very much at all like Mm-mm. you may be an amazing programmer but if your work looks terrible <laughs> because you haven't got a designer involved then you're not going to succeed no, and like no. i don't care like or it's going to look the same as the default template <laughs> that everyone uses or that kind of thing um yeah so i i just i just wish this 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 article had some awareness that there was a problem that needed to be solved because it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. It just goes, ah, shut it down. doesn't work. Things are fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're, and they're not. Yeah. No. This, this, that sentence that some traditional things are there for a reason. Mm. Yeah, but what is that reason? The reason is wealth creation in a small percentage of people. That's the reason. The reason that is it. <laughs> that is what it's done. hugely damaging to it's everything. It's a bad reason that it exists. And just and just and it should. The conclusion should be: well, this approach had problems, uh, not not like abandon it forever, forever, and go back to how things have always been. Like maybe okay, well maybe we can try something different. <laughs> like that should be. That's what I wish the conversation was a bit. Because there's a lot to hammer out here, and yeah, probably different things work for different companies. And even if it was like there needs to be a minimum, uh, like just like CEO salary caps would be would solve a lot of problems probably um i don't know how, how you enforce or do anything no. with that but yeah i think this article is just just not told us enough <laughs> basically it's like blah 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 it doesn't work everybody go back to how it was you know everybody go back to normal it's yeah. sort of like um it's, it's, I keep like thinking about the GameStop thing today. We were just that just all hit yesterday. This GameStop mm. stuff and this uh, like uh, capitalism. Well, and also even seeing Robert Reich's thing: socialism for the rich, harsh capitalism for the rest of us. And then like, oh, hedge funds are allowed to like play fast and loose with stocks and prices and market manipulation but as soon as people try to do it no no, no we're going to shut you down like yeah, that robin yeah. hood stuff like um they, they love it until other people start doing it and then they're like that's not fair though yeah it's not fair uh all this stuff is not fair and maybe like no one should be allowed to do it <laughs> you know? i mean the short shorting thing is particularly brood <laughs> it's pretty gross <laughs> it's all that it's all kind of feels like that same like subprime mortgage thing and reselling and packaging like uh debt in different ways and selling at a discount and and i just loved that story of um those um people that sort of uh, bought back a load of discount debt and just forgave it and it's like well the debt is only worth like when you've got the debt you think the debt is worth as much as the money that the debt says but actually that's not true at all behind the scenes they're just like trading it for whatever price and um, so why should you have to pay it all back if they don't like so i thought that was a brilliant one inequality i think anything we can do towards like addressing that is going to move us forwards and solve a lot of problems yep it's not one-dimensional, though. It's complex, and mm. to treat it in a one-dimensional way is a little bit 
We've all got our motivations. Yeah. And we've, and, well, Kate Rawworth even talks about, like, you take away the uh, intrinsic motivation from things sometimes just by putting a financial value on it. And um, that's, that's complex. <laughs> Because it's hard to see any of these effects if it's just one company here and there and they're not even all living in the same place. It's hard to really see any effects, any of the sort of wider effects in terms of sustainability and general quality of life for everyone. But my dream for all this is if I didn't have to choose my career or profession or what I was going to do mostly based on how much the market happened to value it, a market which values a lot of nonsense jobs for some yeah, reason yeah. and undervalues a lot of jobs with an awful... Well, mostly jobs with a lot of intrinsic value tend to be very underpaid. If that was no longer a question, and we've said this before, like it might be good if you were able to be a cleaner for a few months, if you'd been sensible. in some sort of... If you'd had like all the responsibility of being a CEO of a company for like two years and then you just... You still wanted to do stuff but you just didn't want to do that but you didn't want to have to sacrifice that sorry if you could just go and do the cleaning job for, for like a few months and just like get your head straight and just like uh just feel like you're just it was simple again i think like a lot of people could benefit from a world like that i think it would just be a better place to live if this there wasn't this market force on everything i keep coming back to this thirty-six thousand figure that you mm. it's like it's not it's dolston yeah, 36,000 I mean, is not a lot of money. It excludes a bunch of people that maybe have got families or other responsibilities. Mm. It's like, well, how did they calculate the 36,000? Yeah. That's really yeah. what I want to know. <laughs> like, how did you come up with that number? Why, why that number? So, And a lot of these, a lot of the benefits of all this only really come when you start doing it at scale as well, which mm. is why it's important that the media doesn't just like shut down any inkling of it. Uh, because like one of the reasons that house prices are so crazy is that this small number of people have got a completely exponentially more money than everyone else. And it's just not a lot to them. Wait, for like five million for a house, a three bedroom house. Like, Well, that Sumer example, is it Sumer? The firm yeah, that, Sumer that, is that, where all this Sumer comes example from example is a really good one. It is diff- very different. I think their number is bigger. I think it's 40, not 36. Right. It's in an area where houses are not 12 to million pounds for a little yeah. studio flat um and it uh, and part of the art the, the write-up i saw on it was that it improved quality of life substantially for the area because yeah. more people had more money more money was being spent in the local economy it's mm-hmm. like it had knock-on effects 36 grand yeah. in dolston is gonna do it's not anything <laughs> it's like, it's not sorry nothing. like you can't that- sorry and yeah and uh, i feel like i say this all the time but like just if if there wasn't this wealth gap and rich people had to spend all this extra money to separate themselves from all the poor people, if everyone was doing was fine and everything was just nicer, like that's the way it should be instead of like, oh, I, I happen to have got lucky in the way the world happens to work and I'm just going to protect myself and get my private club memberships and separate myself from the riffraff. This is what 
it, the, the, all these kind of things that you have to do as a rich person wouldn't really be such a pressure anymore because you'd be like everyone would be all right so no one's going to try and mug you because that why, why would i do that <laughs> like i'm fine i've got an iphone already okay. <laughs> yeah there is that golden cage thing but i think that's just yeah inequality is no good for anyone hmm. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, grandpodcast.com. Support us on Patreon if you want access to, hey, one, Slack, two, early releases of episodes. And those early releases? Video form. Mm. Then you can Imagine see my that. hood I've knitted myself. Yeah, thanks for the hood. Let's have a look. Well, Let it doesn't work it. very well with my ponytail, you see, but it is a hood. Okay. Look at that. Wow, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and I would pay good <laughs> money to see it. Where can people find you, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. Find me at michaelforestmusic.com uh, and go to here.co.uk. And, um, yeah, tell your friends and that. Please do. If you like Please it. Please do. Let us, yeah, if you've got any ideas on this, I'm, I'm certainly open to hearing them. As long, long as they're not like, and that's never going to work because of the human condition. And these people just won't do that because people are selfish and terrible. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.